Hi everyone. So the following chat was actually designed for my new um, upcoming toy review channel, uh, My Toy Stuff. So we make a few references to objects that are being shown on the screen. Um, I've decided to keep that stuff in just because it's so integral to the conversation that I'm having with Jay. Uh, Jay was recently diagnosed with terminal cancer. And so some of the things that we're going to be talking about, uh, some listeners may find unsettling. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is your warning, but I suggest you give it a listen. Thanks. Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room When you mentioned this, when I saw the post uh, and I messaged you, because I, I you know, uh, obviously you didn't say it outright, but you said, you know, we were talking about, was it a, an upcoming Star Wars show or a new season or whatever it was? I can't remember now. Yeah. But what I do remember is you saying, oh, it's a pity I won't be around to see it. Yeah, um, or I might not be around to see it. I think were your words, and and it reminded mm. me immediately of a, a friend of mine, a filmmaker, artist, friend of mine, Elliot, Elliot Ashton, um, who I've spoken about in the other podcasts actually uh, quite a bit when he passed away, um, and he he'd sort of he'd fought this thing three times, uh, and I think it was the third time actually that that it took him, but it, it mm. reminded me because he was a massive Star Wars fan. He used to do a. Uh, he used to hold an exhibition. He'd sort of curate all these uh, Star Wars artists and do this exhibition in Leighton uh, called Star Walls. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but uh, it, if, sorry, no. But if you Google it, you'll you'll find some pictures and stuff. In fact, he got um, you know Stuart Freeborn. Do you remember sure. the? Yep. Yeah. So he was from Leighton, and this guy sure. Elliot um, went about however you do it. I don't know how you do it, but he got the blue plaque. On uh, put onto his house in Leighton, and then they had this big awesome. thing. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, anyway, it you know I don't want to be too doom and gloom here, obviously. But it, it reminded me straight away of him because I knew he wasn't around to see all the new stuff. Um, yeah. and I, I think about it a lot actually. That oh yeah, okay. You know, whenever something new comes out, I'd say to myself, oh yeah, Elliot would have really liked that or. Oh, he would have hated that bit, you know, and, and things like that. I'm sure he's watching it in a different place. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. Watching it in a different place, buddy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a nice way to look at it. But um, mm. so that's where my mind went straight away. So I had to message you. Um, and I've been meaning to talk to you anyway because I wanted to catch up with you on your collection, you know, and how you were progressing yeah. with it. So I was happy to hear that you finished it, saddened at the same time. But okay, let's. You know, let, let, let's let's get the show on the road. Um, this is our first ever episode of uh, My Toy Stuff. And ironically, cool. we're not looking at my toys at all. No, uh, no we are looking at Jay Fears Toys. Um, Jay is uh, actually, Jay has been around um, in a part of my life for, I think, almost a decade now. Um, he yeah. was instrumental. Uh, he was part of the early group of guys that we got involved with 
on the convention circuit through my wife Arti, right? So that's when we that's when we met. It was you, uh, Wayne Streak, and I met David Penny there, Greg Lane, um, Malcolm Hambly, all those guys. Uh, and and yeah. you know, so you were kind of you were there at the beginning of our little you know convention circuit journey. It was pretty cool. Um, so we've known each other for a while. We haven't seen each other in a long time, unfortunately, but no. um, but we do chat online and stuff. Um, yeah. So Jay uh, has kindly agreed to show us some of his vintage Star Wars collection. So yes. um, yeah, Jay, uh, let's without further ado, let, let, let's get into it. So what are you going to show us today? Okay, well, first one I wanted, I've got, obviously I've got the whole 96 uh, figure collection it loose run um okay. i've got it with the weapons and everything and the first one i wanted to just show you was obviously this little fella oh look now the reason i wanted to show you this one was actually in fact when i was a kid that was the first figure i ever had oh wow would you believe very very first figure wow. me, it was princess Leia. Oddly enough, it's only because I think, yeah. you know, my parents didn't have a lot of money. I think, you know, they just got what they could for you. Um, yeah. And yeah, somehow I ended up with, like, everyone else was running around with Han Solo and Chewbacca and things, and I had Princess Leia. Amazing. So th that's not the actual one, though, is it? Did you, like, no, like no, no, most no, of no. us, you yeah. lost it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that one probably, you know, the cape got ripped and the gun got lost pretty early and, you yeah. know... It, we had a head broken off of it and whatever, but yeah, that's probably in the landfill somewhere now. But now this is just yeah. one. I, I remember actually purchasing this one. Actually, I purchased it from um, one of the Farthest From events in Fordham Bridge. Yeah, I, remember I bought that with a. I went up there with a wedge of cash, thinking, right, I'm going to buy like in bulk and say, right, I want that one, that one, that one, and that one. What will you do for me, sort of thing? Yeah, and she come along in that pack. So yeah, that. So she she she's got a sort of like a little bit of nostalgia for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even more so than like what these things normally have, right? I mean, nostalgia yeah. is a big part of, I think, collecting. Um, but yeah. then you've got that personal collection to it. She looks yeah. amazing. And then I think yeah. you're right. I think, you know, when I think that's part of it, you know, any any adult now when they yeah. collect toys from when they were a kid, I think it's because you're trying to see it through your child's eyes again. It's a bit like yeah. people who try and watch Star Wars now, you know, oh, I never watched Star Wars. I'm like, someone said to me the other day, I've never seen Star Wars. And you know what I said to him? Yeah. I said, don't bother. Don't bother <laughs> because you missed it. You yeah. should have watched it as a kid. Yeah. You know, you need to watch it through child's eyes. Appreciate it like you've probably done with your son, you know, yeah. watched it. So he watched it as a child. And then for him now, as he grows up, he'll be like, I'll watch that with my dad and I'll sit and watch it again sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's how I feel, you know? I saw these figures through my eyes and through my child's eyes, sorry. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the, the love that we have for these figures, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, it, it's interesting because Star Wars came about at a time, I mean, I was too young to have seen the original film in the cinema, um yes yeah, yeah cuz i was i was born in january of that year then i think the film in the us came out in may and i think in the uk we got it in the winter at some point i'm not sure but um yeah when i was but I do, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so like um but i do remember seeing return of the jedi as a kid in the cinema and and there's that sort of nostalgic uh attachment 
but also like we i think things we didn't have as much stuff back then did we there, there wasn't you know you had a few things not not to sort of diminish the importance of star wars as a film uh because it, it was obviously groundbreaking but like these days like i see kids like we went to i'll tell you what let me put this into perspective okay it's a little story from just after force awakens had come out and myself uh my uncle kieran shah my wife uh arty and um Jonas, who plays the new chewbacca so we went to paris for this manga sci-fi comic-con thing and this was literally two months after force awakens had come out so the fever was back right and uh i tell you what there i was walking around this massive convention it was huge and all the toys all the merchandise was all sort of manga anime stuff and where we were the queues were well there weren't really any queues it was sort of like a steady gradual stream but like odds and sods you know people coming through and i went around the corner and there was just like i don't know it looked like Glastonbury or something there was just a mass of people <laughs> and they were there waiting to get autographs and meet a bunch of youtube stars like just youtubers wow. Wow, and it's crazy yeah it's it's bizarre and and it's sort of that's when it kind of clicked that a the validity of youtube and the people who create that content um but b that's in this day and age these guys have got so much to choose from so many different franchises uh yeah. that i don't know where does star wars fit in there you know it's like like you say what would that person get from watching the 1977 film now for the first time they'll be like what on earth was that i saw that that guy's costume is wobbly i don't believe that yeah. these stormtroopers i mean you can tell that they're wearing pajamas under their plastic yeah. outfits and stuff you know it's like yeah so i totally i totally get it i totally get it um so jay well so you're just going to very quickly say do you not yeah. think as well to, to compared today like us as parents yeah we have a lot more disposable income than our parents had yeah, so I, I my parents didn't have a lot of disposable income. Where no. nowadays, you know, if my kids want something, you know, we not we want the spoiling them. You just get it, yeah. don't you? It's like yeah, and you, and you don't think, oh, we won't eat tonight because we'll buy with that. You just like yeah, you know, we'll get it sort of thing. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. Like um, the notion of uh, owning loads and loads and loads of things. Just yeah, when I was growing up, certainly like I. I I was big into Transformers. I was into Star Wars and moved into Transformers, as I think a lot of kids our age probably did. Um, mm. And on the rare occasion that I was gifted something, whether it was my birthday or Christmas or whatever, I mean, that thing stayed pristine in the box. I would put it up on the mantelpiece and it would be like this one thing that just stood out, you know? Uh, whereas yeah. these days, like I see, well, even I, I'm guilty of it, you know, that I've just got hundreds of these things just lying around and and yeah it puts it does put things in, things into perspective a bit doesn't it yeah our parents 100%. have to kind of fight for it yeah yeah, yeah but hopefully exactly. but hopefully they're kind of proud uh of us that we spend all of our spare money on toys <laughs> <laughs> yeah you say toys i say collectibles so <laughs> sorry i stand corrected <laughs> yeah well, if you say true. collectibles it, it didn't sound you don't feel so guilty do you you know what i mean i'm being crafty yeah, yeah no that's you know? true i had a conversation today about a six scale figure and i had to tell them look let's face it it's a doll 
it's a doll. It's a very fancy doll, but it's a doll. Yeah, but we love it, and yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? It does not. Not a not a bit. In fact, it's those little seeds that our parents planted in us by getting us that whatever or the Princess Leia figure, and, and that's made us do this even now, right? I suppose it's just carried on. Telling you what, there's nothing, no better feeling in the world than if you walked into a charity shop. Yeah. And on there, in a little box, a blue snaggletooth with two pounds written on it. You know oh, I mean? gosh. You'd yeah. be like, wow. You know what I mean? Ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 sort of thing, you know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone's had that sort of luck, but it ain't going to be me. My, yeah. my luck was a rare appendix cancer that one to two people in every million in America have. You know, that's oh, my luck. Good. I, don't get, I don't get the blue snag. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, it's it's weird how how fate works, isn't it? Um, I do occasionally see the odd sort of video or post or something photos on from vintage uh, groups on Facebook, and they're usually Americans. And I did see one yeah. recently where somebody did snag something for I think it was like fifty cents or something, and it, yeah. it wasn't quite a blue snaggletooth, but um, it was still you know, yeah, thrift shop finds they call them, don't they? Yeah, yeah. For a shop. shop. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, um, you touched on something uh that I kind of wanted to um discuss a little bit, and you're in agreement. Um, you're okay with talking about it. Um sure. yeah, we can we can sort of get into we'll we'll look at more, we'll come back to the collection in a second. But um so recently, you know, I'm I was talking about that post that I saw. And then um, our mutual friend, David, uh, David Penny, um, part of BrickPost, actually. So we might be talking to him at some point down the line. But uh, he sort of mentioned that you were at the Wrexham game recently, uh, which is yeah. a Welsh uh, town. Uh, they do a great yeah. Comic-Con, actually. It's pretty cool. Uh, and the famous, now famous football team made famous by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. So... Why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience and uh, why you were there, basically? Sure. Okay, I'll try and condense it down a bit. <laughs> okay. So, so basically, my uh, my nurse, Joe, my, one of my palliative nurses, she's saying to me, "Look, we really must get you a, a wish. You know, this 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 um, uh, bucket list wishes, guys. That you know, they really want to do wish for you." And I'm like, okay, let me have a think. And she kept on at me for weeks. So I sort of thought, what can I do that could be good, not just for me, but it's got to be for my family because, you know, my memories are going to go. I need to make sure that they get memories out of this. So mm. I said to my wife and my kids, I said, what about, um, you know, if we met Ryan Reynolds and went to watch a game at Wrexham as well, you know, how cool mm. would that be? And they were like, yeah, that sounds really cool. Mm. So I text my, I text my, my nurse, okay, got my wish here you go she said right leave it with me so then she texted me back right uh the make a wish or the sorry the bucket list wishes guys they're on the case and a few weeks sort of went by and nothing come out of this and then um all of a sudden i think they messaged dead my wife to say look you know we are really struggling to get hold of rex and I mean, like, no one no matter about what we do we've we've spent like 20 volunteer hours on this you know, we're, we're trying to do everything we can, but they're just not responding. So my son, uh, Sam, he thought, what would it be a good idea if I, like, sort of tweet, like, 
tagged Ryan Reynolds in a tweet to say, like, you know, what's going on? So, you can do it if you want some, thinking, you know, what good is it going to do? But at least he'll feel good out of it. So, within about sort of half an hour, he's coming downstairs and saying, Dad, right, this, this woman's messaged me saying, do you mind if I retweet it? She's retweeted it and had about 30,000 views. Um, and loads of people are sort of so really getting involved now, like saying, you know, we really hope this happens, blah, 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 blah. Um, and now I've got a guy from BBC Wales, uh, BBC Radio Wales messaging me saying he's really interested in our story. What should I say? I said, tell him the story then, Sam, go back to him. So with that, he did a, he said, can I do a Zoom meeting with you guys? So myself, my son and my daughter, we sat down and had a meeting with this guy and told him roughly what's going on, what it was all about. Um, and he did a little bit of a write up and all of a sudden, you know, this big thing was happening as if to say, you know, we need to get Ryan Reynolds and Jay Fear together. It was like, you know, it was, it was getting quite big on the internet. Um, so all of a sudden, Ginny from the Bucket List Wish people, no, Kat, you not do that, sorry. Um, she uh, got in touch with Deb to say, Ryan Reynolds has been in touch to say, you know, where will you be sitting? I'll find him. And somewhere on the internet that come out as well. Ryan Reynolds tells, like, you know, dying fans whose wish is to meet him, I'll find you. So with that, um, Radio 5 Live then contacted me and said, look, we understand that you're going to go up to meet sort of Ryan and everything. We'd really like to do a piece on you. Um, would you mind coming live on the show Saturday morning about sort of seven o'clock? And I thought, well, that's cool because we're not getting picked up till half eight. So, yeah, not a problem. So I did a little piece on Radio 5 Live. Um, and then afterwards they said, look, depending on whether Rex and win or not, we might want you to come back on again after is that okay and I said yeah I'm, I'm fine with that so half past eight a, a stretch Bentley limo turns up outside put on by the bucket list wish people um uh he cracked open a bottle of bubbly best bless him and my kids and Deb each had a glass each and then off we went to Wrexham um and all the way up there Radio 5 Live rang me and said look we don't care whether Wrexham win or lose we want to talk to you after so if you don't mind we'll 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 work out a time and we'll i would text you or ring you or something so i said yeah that's not a problem um and this turned out that it was going to be 8 45 on sunday morning so the following day basically so we got to wrexham went straight to the hotel the driver left us there um had a bit of food and then all of a sudden two lovely mercedes cars pulled up outside the car park and this was a guy who owns a, a chauffeur company in Wrexham named Gethin. And he contacted Bucket List Wish and said, we would like to donate the two cars and two drivers. We'll pick them up, we'll get them to the ground. And then whenever they're ready, we will take them back to the hotel, which I thought was lovely. And they were such nice guys. So they, I don't know if you've watched Welcome to Wrexham uh, documentary, but um it's, the, the car park seems to sort of appear in it a little bit so as, as we pulled into the car park I'm like oh I recognize this place sort of thing and as we walked in uh this guy he walked up to me, a Wrexham fan like people were like, looking at us next minute my hand's being 
shaking. It's like, oh, I'm so glad that you managed to get here. I'm so glad that, you know, you know, you're finally going to get to meet him and watch the game. I hope you have a brilliant day. And I was like, oh, thank you very, very much. And my son sort of said, Dad, have you been recognised? I said, I think I must have been sort of thing, but didn't think nothing of it. I met a guy called John, who's part of the Wrexham team. He said, right, we're just going to take you down the sort of by behind the goal um, because anywhere else and the fans will just have a frenzy. So, yeah, if you just wait sort of patiently 10 minutes and Ryan will be along. Um, and then walking across the pitch, along come Ryan Reynolds. Um, and he sort of hopped over the banner thing, uh, immediately sort of hugged us all. You know, the guy was just, he, he gave a good hug. You know, he's such a loving sort of guy. And, um, yeah, one of the sort of first things he sort of said to me was, um, uh, I've got this glove, and he's taken his glove off his hand, he said, and it was um, a glove that I wore in the filming at the beginning of Deadpool 2. He said, I've got another one, and that one might go to Ben Foster if he carries on playing the way he has been playing. He said, but I want you to have this one. And then he signed it to Jay, I love you, Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and then, uh, of course, the it all continued and we had a good chat and it was like, you know, we didn't fangirl them at all. It was all just sort of like a real nice, normal conversation. And um, during that conversation, I did, I said to him, do you know what? I really hope I'm still around when Deadpool 3 comes out. And he went, hey, we're filming that six in six weeks. You should come along because it's in London. And he went, yeah, let's make that happen. Right, in six weeks time, um, we're going to get you and your family. You can come up. To Pinewood, you can watch the filming and uh, we'll, we'll do lunch or something, you know. So I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And um, yeah, it just carried on like that. And we, we were with him for 20 minutes, you know. And, uh, he was he was just such a, a nice guy, you know. He even used his own phone to get photos because, you know, I looked the next morning and we were on his Facebook and his Instagram he'd actually uploaded pictures of the day and I was in amongst that as well. And it was like, oh my God, that's unreal. Um, and then my son sort of wrote, thanks Ryan and Reynolds for everything you've done for us, that thing. And next minute he's screaming because Ryan Reynolds is following him. So, you know, he, he thinks, wow, wow, that's amazing. And then uh, he messaged Ryan just to say, look, you know, my family really appreciated everything that you did for them. And you know, in nine minutes, he messaged Sam back to say, Sam, it was great meeting you and your family and your dad's exceptional. Um, you know, I was a little bit choked up after meeting him, I will admit, but, you know, he's just so brave and, you know, I look forward to seeing you guys in six weeks. So, you know, it wasn't an empty promise. And the other thing as well is uh, when, he, and when he come down to meet us, the Disney Plus cameras were there. So next minute we're having to sign release forms. So it looks like we will be appearing in season two of um, Welcome to Wrexham, which just a top icing. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's then the media frenzy. Yeah. After that, it's been crazy. You know, I, I didn't realise yeah. how, how big this was going to get. But yeah. for like, you know, for the best part of this week, I've been everywhere. My, you know, the Independent, the, the, the Times, Daily Mirror, the Daily Star, the Sun. You yeah. know, I'm so. Cam Rose sent me a copy of the Metro because I was in that, you know, and yeah, it's on the page of the Daily Echo. So it has been pretty crazy. I've, I've enjoyed it, though, I will admit. It's been good. Yeah. No, that is that is incredible. I'll tell you what, in my Facebook feed, 
that's all I see now. So the algorithm has picked it up because we've been talking or whatever, and now I, I just see your picture coming up all the time. Like, oh, he's Jay I'm again. sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm so okay. sorry. Did, Look, did mate, you see what? Did you? I put a status up the other day, you know, apologising if people are fed up with seeing my ugly mug. I said, you know, <laughs> I didn't because it was going to get like this. No, it's it's brilliant. It's better than the uh, the usual tosh that I see in that. That's for sure. Um, it's a feel Jay, good story, isn't it? It is, it, and, and that's what's so, it is inspiring. I know it may sound a bit cliche, but like your energy, your positivity, um, I, I just don't, I just don't know. Uh, aside from the fact that it's infectious, it's just, yeah, it's it's incredible. It, it reminds, certainly it's reminded me that, yeah, you know, it, it is all about, as Qui-Gon Jinn said, it's all about the here and now, focus on the here and now, you know. Um, and and then when you see, when I see, you know, real world stories like yours, uh, it's a reminder. Um, it is incredible. You are so brave, uh, Jay. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are all, yeah, you're incredible. Um, and the kindness, even even before all this stuff, I mean, the kindness that you, you, you showed us, it was, you know, since the beginning. Yeah. Um, no, that's an amazing story. Uh, so let's, I don't even know how to segue back onto the stuff, but... Um, <laughs> Is it back on the ranch? <laughs> but, yeah, back on the ranch. Okay, what's the next? What's the next figure? Hey, this guy holds a special place in my heart as well. Oh, Luke, nice, Luke Investin. Yeah. Um, reason being because I remember a story about um, my granddad. I was very, very close to my granddad, and um, he came home one day with two figures in his hand for me and my brother, and one was Luke the Skywalker, and the other one was like the best bin security guard. And I went, oh, Luke Skywalker. So I just grabbed it, didn't think nothing of it. And my brother kicked off like hell because he ended up with this best being guard. You know, and instead of being grateful, like, oh, thank you very much. It was like, you know, because he didn't get Luke, he kicked off like mad. And I, I think that was probably the last figure my grandad ever bought was because of that. But no, I could just remember that, you know, this, this guy, you know, my granddad bought me that figure as a child. And I say my granddad, I was so close to him. And that, you know, that was one of the figures I was looking forward to getting when I when I started collecting. So I thought, you know, just seeing him again, you know, just brings back a little bit of my granddad for me. And he is quite a cool figure as well. You know, you've got, you've got the lightsaber and you've got the blaster as well, which, you know, as a kid, that's pretty awesome, isn't it? You have both, both weapons. Yeah, and it's not often you get to see that, actually. I mean, you see it in the film. He's got his gun. Uh, but... um. And yeah, and then later the lightsaber. I, I gotta say, like, so I know there's a big thing about reproduction uh bits, and I, I have to admit, in the early days, like I'm talking 2004-ish, 2003-2004, I did fall foul to that a little bit and did get a few reproduction things. Now, but I know your all your stuff is original, right? Yeah, well, hopefully. I thought certainly from the people that I bought them for, they were they were bought in good faith, yeah. Yeah. Um so 
like how how difficult was it to source all this stuff? I mean, obviously, I'm not asking you to disclose what it cost or anything, but you mentioned Fathers From. That's uh, yeah. um, a show done by um, a mutual friend of ours, right? Dave Tree. That's Dave Tree's yeah. gig, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about that. Maybe you can elaborate because I've unfortunately I've never been. Is it, to this day, I've not managed to get down there. Yeah, it's quite a nice, cute little event. I mean, I'm quite happy to say, I'm, I think I must have spent about £2,300 building the collection. And uh, I mean, we, we, I can't remember exactly when this was, now. this was a few years ago, wasn't it? Um, I think the collection is probably worth between sort of four and five now, just because of yeah. how these things are going up. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm quite open how much I spend on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, Dave Tree's event, it was, it's a quaint little event, really, because it was only a small little hall, but um every december he did a uh, an event which was primarily around vintage star wars figures so i remember having a big wedge of cash in my pocket that year because i'd sold a load of i had 95 to 96 figures all on card and i sold quite a lot of that as well and i also saved you know i used to put a little bit of pocket money away myself each month and i saved it so i had a nice big wedge of money and yeah i mean the, the sort of guys that that go to those events and, and again echo base was another one that i bought from and it was very much pro you know genuine there was like repro was like you know you, you you're the antichrist even if you said the word repro so yeah it's very important to a collector that is all you know i mean i'm not saying that maybe one or two weapons in the collection might be repro that i'll never know you know but i i sincerely i bought it in good faith that it was all original and you know i didn't go out and buy figures and then go and buy the repro weapons you know i mean i bought them you know some of these weapons i think even just that gun alone i think i might have spent like 50 pound just for where are you going just for that gun you know that was uh prince's layers weapon that's incredible you know the weapon the weapon because i remember the, the figure i bought that the weapon was broke that came with her so i wasn't happy with that weapon so i had to get it right so yeah it, it was quite important i mean actually that sort of brings me to my next figure if you'd like me to elaborate on that about the whole repro thing so um this little guy here he's a little he's a little gold mine in himself oh wow yeah. This is an R2-D2 pop-up lightsaber, and he's not actually in a bad condition. It's a, one of the better ones that I've seen, that's for sure. That yeah. is amazing. Now, that sticker is in great condition. It's not bad at all. Slight little mark on the top there, but I don't think... Oh, yeah. You know, it's, like it's, it's not mint, but it ain't bad. You know what I mean? The back, again, not, not the worst in the world. Not too no. bad. Lovely clean dome. Yeah, that's um, gorgeous. Now... I found him at one of our conventions. And this was before I started collecting really properly. So I was looking through this box of Star Wars figures and I saw him. And I said to the lady, how much do you want for him? And she said, oh, three quid. Now, I think she might have said a five or a ten, or I might have probably said, oh, don't worry about it, I'm not, bothered. I'm not that bothered by it. But for three quid, I'd, I think I'd change in my pocket. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's not a problem. So um, a very good friend of mine, Nick Reese, he's um, quite big in the Star Wars collecting game as well. Uh, he was due to the event sort of quite shortly. shortly. So um, I bumped into him along one of the aisles and had a nice hug and sort of said hello. And I went, Nick, I just bought this. 
He's like, oh, wow, well done, mate. I said, how much is that worth, do you reckon? He went, 30, 50 quid? I went, really? He said, how much did you pay for it then? I went, he went what, you paid 30 quid for it? And I went, he went, oh my God, we we need to get you the, uh, we need to get you the lightsaber. You know, we've got to get this, the pop-up saber with that now. So um, on Echo Base, uh, it's more of a make me an offer of a thing now rather than a, you know, I want so-and-so for this part, you know, and then the first person to claim it wins it. So one Saturday morning, some guy from Holland came up with the uh, the lightsaber for sale. Okay, so what we're talking there, like two inches of plastic, really, aren't we? Um, and my mate, me, Nick, funny enough, immediately messaged me. He's like, mate, someone's selling the lightsaber on Echo now. The, 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 you know, you need to get on it. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm out, mate. I'm out, I'm out. He's like, I've claimed it for you. It's too late. I've claimed it. I'm like, okay, just let me know what I owe you and I'll transfer you the money. So it turns out, that this it was from a guy in Holland that bought it from. So this little bit of plastic was ninety-seven pounds delivered from Holland. So oh my God. Okay. I paid. Um, oh, I've gone right down. I didn't mean to do that. So I paid um, hundred pound exactly for that little mm. figure, which even at the time it was still worth. 150 to 200 pound yeah um and now you could probably get four to 500 pound for that figure now depending on the condition and if you've got the genuine um the genuine saber so that is quite quite crazy isn't it yeah like i mentioned earlier that um I, i do follow uh one particular um vintage group uh run by an American convention, I think they're called the Imperial Commissary. Well, not I think, I know they are. But uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> Imperial Commissary, something, something, because there's three C's in there. So, okay. But, um, and they, I mean, those guys are really, you know, they're, they're quite good at spotting some of this stuff. But then I see some of the examples that they show. And I'm telling you, not a single one of them, at least that I've seen, I mean, there may be there, but um, none of them look as good as that one. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah you can get some pretty rank ones, can't you? Yeah, like with the stickers, it looks like it's been in the toilet with other stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all like stained, or the dome, all the silver's coming off. Like that, that dome was pristine. Yeah, if you, if you want to see around it, I mean, it's quite, yeah. you know, it twinkles quite nicely in the background there as well. And it's all round. Nothing, there's no, absolutely no peeling the blues perfect even his eyes yeah. you know it's little yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it looks good doesn't it so yeah yeah he's one of my prides in my collection him my yeah. wife wants to put them in with me in my coffin when i die and i said look you can't do that love they're worth <laughs> a lot of money you know yeah. we don't want to we don't want a i don't think they're gonna let you put plastic in with me anyhow and b yeah. I, I just no i'd rather you sell it than burn it you know let's let's get this right sort of thing yeah yeah, that's one one of my uh one of my favorites um now who who doesn't love a stormtrooper 
Oh yeah, classic. You know I mean? Oh my god, and he's he's in perfect nick as well. What I really like about your collection, Jay, um, and, and you know, from what I saw of it before, was um how sort of almost carefully curated it is. So there's no like real stinkers in there. There's nothing in there for the sake of it being in there. It's like yeah. you've, you've gone to a lot of trouble. I really love that. That is a gorgeous stormy. Let's see him again. Yeah, sure. He's I mean, I you know, all my figures, they aren't minty. Funny enough, actually, my wife jokes with Nick. Whenever she sees Nick, she always brings up Minty and Beta because that was most of the conversation when I was collecting. It was always to do with Minty and Beta. Um, and she still laughs about that now with Nick. You know, I find if he's, he's coming around tomorrow because he's taking me to a friend's house of his and this guy's got loads of stuff. He's, he's like quite a wealthy guy and he's got a massive collection of all sorts, you know, not just Star Wars, everything. So we're going around his house tomorrow, you know, and I, and I have a great time with Nick. He took me to Celebration actually uh, a few weeks oh, ago. Amazing. As the first one. Yeah, first one I'd ever been to as well, and I had such a great time. My son wheeled me around in my wheelchair the whole time, you know. So it was yeah. it was great because I wouldn't have been able to walk that whole lot. No. But, um, yeah. So that I mean, he's you know he's got the. Can you see it's like blue blaster? I was thought yeah. they black blaster, but apparently it's got a bit of a blue tinge to it. Yeah. Which I think you can yeah. actually see quite well there in the light. So yeah, yeah he's quite good in condition, even the legs. Yeah, he's not really bad great. at all. Stands, stands up very stiff as well. Do you know what I mean? He, he yeah. stands up very stiff, which I think is also quite important with figures. Yeah, especially yeah, the, the vintage ones. I mean, I think what what I've got, the collection I've got, um, they'd probably firmly fall into the category of being beaters. They are, um, they are absolutely battered. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter though. That's yeah. your collection. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. I think I was just lucky. I got, I got on the right platform. I got in with the right people and, you know, I was helped, you know, I didn't do all this myself, you know, it was a lot of help. So if you've done that collection yourself, you are nothing to be ashamed of if they're beaters, at least you've got them, you know, they're still, they still have a value. And if they haven't got a value, they've got a value to you, like in your heart. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that's more important than money anyway. Never have I ever thought I really need five grand. I'm going to have to sell these figures. No. You know, I've never had that feeling in my, those figures yeah. meant more to me. And upstairs in, in my spare room, not been looked at for months and months, still meant more than, to me than five grand in my pocket, you know? Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's um, it's, it's just a joy that these things bring and and it's not like um you know it's also not just about the ownership like i get such a thrill looking at other people's collections particularly you know your stuff now and like i'm it, it's i feel privileged that you're letting me share this you know right. with this you. uh with you yeah it's it's really um yeah i love it um that's an honor to better do it yeah and I, I have to say, I mean, I wish I had something to show from my collection. Uh, I'll give you an example of one of these beaters. But the closest thing I've got is, um, my God, I didn't even do the research. So I can't remember um, what year this thing was made. But it, it's it's a 1-6 it's a scale Hasbro hey, cool. Han Solo and Carbonite. Yeah, but that is, that is cool. That yeah. is pretty cool. I do like him. I mean, did you know... Um, a little bit of information, actually, not many yeah. people know about. But do yeah. you know who the body double is of Han Solo in Carbonite? Ah, now I've read this a while ago. Remind me. Um, do you remember the guy 
who played Bosk, Alan Harris. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, God rest his soul, Alan Harris. Yeah. He uh, he told me that um, that that he did the body double for that. So yeah. one of the figures I actually got him to sign was my carded Han Solo in Carbonite. So up oh, in the loft, I have I have nice. a, Bosk, a Bosk figure signed. I've got I've got loads because a lot of the a lot of the actors I've met because obviously we met Peter Mayhew. Yeah. I, I was involved in an event. 15 years ago nearly now um and he come over for that event and he actually um signed my carded like uh chewbacca you know i've got dave prowse jeremy bullock you know i've got all these different characters signed mike edmund signed a, he's the only vintage character i've got signed i've got a vintage low gray card and and he, he signed that i've got a, a gold 25th anniversary or think celebration r2d2 that kenny break is signed as well Amazing. so i need to let my wife know that they're in the loft and they're special you know they're not stuff yeah. like oh that's jay's crap let's throw that away i need yeah. to i need to get her through that but yeah i've got some really cool signed stuff but like you know doing the conventions and meeting you and your lovely wife you know mm. it's so nice how you've always said the same thing about me how i've, how I've treated you guys because I've never treated you any special than what you should be treated. You know, you're, you're human mm. beings, we're all human beings. It was an honor having you guys there. And yeah. I just wanted you to feel special. I remember, um, do you know, do you know Kevin Wilson and his brother, who you were in a lot of the Shaun of the Dead movies. Okay. I don't yeah. you know. Um, he always tells me how like welcome that I made him feel that, he, that one of our events because we he, we had him along him and his brother to do a signing and he and that's one thing he always said god you just made us feel so special you know so welcome mm. and um that was such an honor because you know I'm in all of you guys being in these movies and doing these different things and you know the fact that that some of you guys remember my name is you know, it took Chris Barry quite a few conventions before he got my name. You know, I remember, you know, the first convention you did, the second convention you didn't sort of recognise your third convention. It was like, I know your face, but I don't know your name. So I'm just going to play along. And then eventually it was like, hi, Jay. Hi, Jay. And I'm quite quite good friends with Norman Lovett as well. You know, I get on very well with him. Yeah. So, yeah, it is to, to for you to remember 10 years ago that, you came to an event that I helped run and I looked after you on the day and you remember that I treated you well. Well, that was job done for me, you know, re regardless of anything else that happened that day. Yeah. You know, my job tick, job yeah. done. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy you felt like that, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, um, yeah, you know, we've done a few of these, these things and uh, yeah, you, you know, you meet so many different people and sometimes it's great. Sometimes could be better or you know whatever you have all these varying experiences but um it's always the, the the key that we take away from any of these things is the people that we meet and and there are standouts and you were you're one of them you know you literally you were there from the beginning so yeah uh, you know and i don't you. say that like, it was, it was literally. Great to be, for you for you to say that you know from from your from the beginning of your career is that i was there yeah. as well that that that's that is nice that's something i'll i'll take yeah. with me you know because yeah, I could have easily been forgotten, you know. You know, people mm. get forgotten, and I imagine I've had a lot of guests along that would have forgotten me along the way for one reason or another. But it's mm. so nice to to know that certain guests did, 
you know, like can be in a certain light, and that's and that's all we want at the end of the day. I think as human beings, yeah. isn't it? We just want we just want everyone to like us, don't we? And that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. And it yeah. must have worked right because I'm getting a lot of people saying a lot of nice things about me now. You know, one thing that um, I can't get my head around, and I, I messaged you a minute ago saying it. It was when Ryan Reynolds, like I said, the first thing he said to me after he shook my hand, and then we were about to be whisked off to have some photos. He went, a lot of people love you, Jay. And I'm like, what? What, what, what do you mean? How, how do you know that? How, do you, how does Ryan Reynolds know who loves me? Do you know something I don't know? Is, have you seen something that I haven't seen? You know, and it, it did, it blew me away. I was like, you know, he wouldn't have just said that. He's not the guy that would have just said that. So he's either been reading a lot of things or, you know, he knows, you know, he's done a bit of background on me. I don't know, something that that was a very, very strange thing to be told by someone that, well, an A-list Hollywood superstar, you know, a guy that's got more wealth, I think he's worth like $300 million or something. You know, this guy has got more wealth than you would know how to spend, you know. And he he took the time to tell me that. And, and it felt good, you know, that one thing... I'm going to take for the rest of how many days I've got left, you know, that he said that to me and it felt good. If you know what I mean, it's really yeah. it weird. Very surreal. Yeah. And like, but, um, and it's obviously coming from a place of truth because well, he, he obviously has done the work, right? He has seen everything. Uh, he's gone out of his own way. I don't think anybody would, regardless of their status in life would be going up to do that just to a total stranger i mean you know yeah, yeah he understands the guy. story yeah yeah it's incredible he's a businessman as well he's a businessman he knows yeah you know he knows things he's, he's you know he's got people yeah so you know he obviously had that information somewhere and then i did an interview on friday uh, sorry thursday night with a very good friend of mine sarah o'connell she's got her own um show that she interviews people and she said the same thing a lot of people love you I'm like, yeah. wow, you know what? And I told her, I said, you know, because Ryan Reynolds actually mentioned her to me. He said, oh, we've got a mutual friend in Sarah O'Connell, which I had to tell her as well. I said, like, Sarah, he he said your name to me. I didn't say, oh, we know Sarah O'Connell. He, and I mean, yeah. that must have been like, she must have been like, wow, that's so cool, yeah. you know. Yeah. We, you know, you can't help but feel great like something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it's been a very surreal week. I will, yeah, I will say that, but um, I've enjoyed it, and I know in six weeks' time again, it's going to all kick off again. You know this. Yeah. You know how did Jay get on at the filming, sort of thing? You know. Yeah, enjoy that. Um, that's going to be awesome. What and you mentioned earlier about like memories, right? And you're you're creating all these memories, um, new memories, uh, from from whatever it was born out of. Okay, fine, you know, but. You know, these are things that you, your children are going to remember forever. Um, 100%. Your your friend, I I know I'll never forget any of this. Um, uh, you know, um, yeah, it's it's just it's just magnificent. Just magnificent. So someone Jay. put one comment about me out of I, there was three hundred comments on this um, uh, feed, and one yeah. was there was one that was a little bit nasty um, that a few years ago would have upset me. Um, so mm. I just deleted and blocked that person and let it go of my head. But I had 300 wonderful comments, all saying the same thing, thinking of you, sending love. So one that stood out to me was a bloke called me the dad of the year. 
He's the best, best dad ever, you know, because oh. of, you know, you're trying to make memories for your kids, you know. And and I was like, and I had to reply to that when I was like, thank you so much. That that really touched me in the feels because, you know, that's ever since my kids come along. And it's the same with you, isn't it? You know, you do everything for your kids. And um, that's why this isn't all for me, because, you know, in X amount of months time, those memories are going to be gone. You know, I'm, no one's going to know the memories that are in my head, but, you know, Deb and the kids, their memories are going to go on. So anything I can do now that gives them good memories of me going forward, you know, I'm going to get everything I can out of this cancer malarkey. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm, I'm milking it for everything it's worth. I really am. I'm yeah. damn proud of my, I'm damn proud of my PIP, um, disability benefit I get 700 quid a month you know my blue badge even though I'm still working four days a week they they don't yeah. care they're still the government's still saying hey hey take 700 pound I'm like I will take that 700 pound thank you very much because if it goes to help my family out I'm not ashamed to take it yeah but yeah, yeah absolutely. it is all about 100% yeah. oh man um yeah it's yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to say, Jay. I don't know what to say. I'm gonna to have to cut this. You know what? Everyone, everyone says that. Everyone says they don't know what to say. But mm. all I can say to anyone who's watching this is, if you have a friend that's dying, um, it's not what you say. It's just show them that you love them, and it means mm. the world. You know, the fact that people care. I've had so many people tell me that they were they've cried for days. I'm like. I ain't no one special. I even said that on the uh, radio interview that I did. I said, I'm no one special. I'm, I'm just me. Do you know what I mean? But mm. put, put clearly I've touched people, you know, not in that way. You know, there's going to be no Jimmy Savile thing going on. After, <laughs> I can promise you. Um, but no, I've, I've obviously touched people in a certain way because of the way I've conducted myself over my life, you know? So um, all I feel like I must've done, I must've done it right. You know, I must've done something right because yeah. You know, people are reacting the way they are. I'm pretty damn sure if I didn't, that people wouldn't be reacting the way they were. You know, they wouldn't show me the love that I'm being shown. So, yeah. you know, I've been been dealt a bit of a bum deal, but I'm still I still think that I've had a great 45 years. You know, I've had probably a better 45 years of life than most people might have had in 90. You know. I've had the opportunities of going abroad through work and not many people get that opportunity. You know, yeah. I worked on a cruise ship for 16 days and we visited like seven different countries, you know, who, who gets that, who gets to go to Germany for three days on a jolly for work, you know what I mean? Or, or goes to Guernsey on a site visit, you know, I mean, the other day I drove to Bradford for a site visit. Do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> five hour drive for an hour on site and five hours back, you know, not many people get that opportunity. So I'm yeah. happy. I'm I, I, I'm going to go a happy person, you know, um, and and I don't feel like it's all coming to an end. I feel like I'm just going to the next level, you know. It's a bit like yeah. in, in an arcade game when you level up. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. You know, I'm going to the next level, and I'll see you guys when you when when you pat when you qualify, sort of thing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they get the power ups. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So now it's all good. You know, it's not it's not the end of the world. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. just I just want to you know, brave through it and be strong for my family, make it as easy yeah. for them as I have been. And that's good enough for me. I've been yeah. happy. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great way to look at it, Jay. Um, yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's incredible. Um, would, you like, would you like me to show you my next figure? 
Yeah. <laughs> on, on that note, yeah, go on. Yeah, before, we both, before we both end up in tears. <laughs> like yeah, I said, let's go check he, doesn't out the a, he doesn't love a stormtrooper, but this one's a stormtrooper with a twist, isn't it? Because uh-huh. it's Luke Skywalker. Oh, now, amazing. there's a Mandela effect with this, okay? Okay. When you were a kid, do you remember there being a hand solo with a lid? Because I'll tell you what, I'm sure there ain't one, but I'm mm. damn sure that I remember that Han Solo, because obviously both Luke and Han had Stormtrooper disguised, didn't they? Yeah. Now, Interesting. Th- there wasn't one. There wasn't one. I'm telling you, there's a Mandela effect happening there because I'm yeah. damn sure there was. I mean, this is this is actually 1984 figure. Um, okay. Quite a nice condition as well. I mean, even the face. Really nice. Yeah. Very good condition. Um, the helmet, uh, I don't know if you can see, you probably won't be able to see, but if you look up inside, oh God, if I'm trying to do it, there's a little yeah. sort of nodule thing. It sort of shows, it's hard to tell really, but you can already oh, tell yeah. whether it's uh, real or not as to how it looks up the inside. Okay. Um, the helmet's, helmet's in quite good condition. The only thing this hasn't got is the genuine blaster. I think looking oh, I at see. it, this has got the blue blaster with it because yeah. that's it actually come with a repro blaster. Oh, did I, it? When I, when I bought it, I was, yeah, I was a bit disappointed because um, there was a big thing about uh, Luke Skywalker coming with the black one. So I put the black one on my on, on Echo Base and my friend Nick was one of the first people to say, hey, Jay, I'm sorry, man, it's, it's not a real one. So yeah. I bought another blaster to go with it. Do you know the real, last time I, checks it's probably a lot more but it was about 140 quid just for that blaster but that was a few years ago just just to get the black one to go with him i mean he's a hundred quid figure just on his own yeah which is pretty mental yeah i think i paid almost that for um a beaten up one quite a while back yeah one of the things that you get um that's quite common with anything with the helmets right is the wear the paint wear on the head um yeah so i think that yeah Hello, well, that condition yeah, they... is amazing yeah tiny little mark on the top there but i don't think that's too detrimental no, no not at all <laughs> it's on the top anyway like a little bit of marking at the bottom there yeah. but again yeah nothing detrimental but the actual lid itself that's pretty, pretty good, pretty doesn't it? Yeah, he does. Put him against the head of the actual stormtrooper as well. They're actually pretty damn close, aren't they? They are, right? He's just a bit bigger. I think that's the giveaway: is the fact that this one's a bit bigger. Yeah, and uh, and obviously his uh, little nozzle thing on his mouth is is wider and darker. But... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're a little bit smaller yeah. now. And then this one hasn't yeah. got the black mark on the side either, has it? But oh yeah, it has. No, some... yeah, okay. Well, I only just noticed that myself, actually. But yeah, it's um, it, yeah, it's that that's that's the obviously I've got all of them up there, but it, obviously you know it's very difficult. How many do I bring down? How many can I get down? You know, what ones mean more to me? And I tried to just pick out a few that meant a lot to me because I wanted to just yeah. move on to just a couple of sort of things, that, other things that I've got. Now this is um obviously tie interceptor. I brought a tie fighter pilot down as well. Nice. Um, and there's the tie interceptor. I'll try to give it a bit of a better profile for you. Um, now, when I was a kid as well, that's one one thing I always wanted was a 
the tie interceptor. Um, yeah. you, you could load the load the pack the figure in and out like that as well. Um, yeah, it had like a self destruct thing. So obviously you press the button and uh, buttons now. Oh, it's on here, I think. But you sort of press the buttons and all, and all the, you know, they, they they explode sort of thing. Yeah. Just this, this bit sort of thing. So yeah, um, I, I've got uh, I think I've got two two tie fighters upstairs as well. I've got a blue one. I've got I like the, I mean I love the tie tie interceptor. That's why I brought that down because I thought I wanted to show you the tie interceptor, and I thought well I better bring the pilot down with it as well, haven't I? Just to yeah, just to finish it off. But what yeah. what a beautiful. I don't know if it works actually. I've never put a battery in because you've got a little. You've got a little light down. I think it might make. I mean, that, the sound of the tide fire. There's nothing more sexier. Are we? Yeah. I've got a lovely. I've got a lovely Mercedes AMG outside, and it's got a nice roar to it. But I tell you what, I wish it sounded like a tie interceptor when I put my foot down. That would yeah. just be. I mean, they, they should do that with like the Tesla, like a Tesla, right? Shouldn't they? Because obviously, yeah. there's no noise. They should. They should make a tie uh, like like have a noise effect that you could change to what you want. Yeah. And I would like a Tesla with. Uh, tie interceptor that'd be yeah. so cool i've seen an app just yesterday actually where the, the guy plugged his um plugged his phone into whatever he was driving and uh and and it would play so it, it syncs up with the your accelerator and everything so but obviously the sound is only on the inside and uh, they didn't have anything quite as cool as a as a tie that would be cool though wouldn't it yeah that would that be would, amazing that would be something sexy yeah, that could you imagine that? Yeah. And then obviously incredible. in the background. Yep. In the background, I have eight, um ATAT. I brought down obviously the ATAT driver. Yeah. A snow a snow trooper, and I brought down a an ATAT commander, which was the general beers. Yeah, um, I was gonna say Julian Glover, right? Julian Grover, good guy. Um, yeah, they go in the top there. They, they, you know, they can move them in. I've got the chin guns. These things are, are worth their weight in gold. You know what I mean? A lot of so money. They, they, yeah. They complete. They complete it. It works as well. I've put batteries in it, and it works. So Amazing. that's another, another sort of piece de resistance there. Yeah, he's um, gorgeous. Yeah. Again, I've got a Millennium, and I've got the box to this as well. I've got a Millennium Falcon upstairs. I've got the box to it. I've got a snow speeder, I've got an X-Wing fighter, and I've got Slave One and then a and then, uh um a couple of like little sort of ships from Jabba Jabba's yeah. Palace. So um yeah, there's some cool things up there, but obviously it was like without go without doing the Zoom meeting upstairs in that room, which <laughs> it's unfortunately turned into a because we're just having a new kitchen done actually, um yeah. turned into a dumping ground. Yeah. Um but I do have one final thing to show, which I think you were quite okay. looking forward to seeing, weren't you? Yeah. So I'll have to put you back here a little bit. Oh. There she is. Look at that. That, put, that puts, this, puts this guy to shame, doesn't oh. it? Yeah, it's just a little, <laughs> one's bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's got one thing that's a bit unusual from this that I've noticed a lot of people have just got the top bit. Now I've actually got the sides, yeah, which is cool. And um, one thing I wanted to do, um, 
had I had the time was to got all the lights and the gizmos and to make yeah. it look real. Yeah. Um, we did joke that I, I did say to my wife, that would look cool on top of my coffin. You know, that would look cool. Yeah. And again, she said, yeah, because then when it goes through, it can go with you. And I'm like, no, are you mad? That's worth like about five, six hundred quid. You can't just burn it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sell the goddamn thing. Don't yeah. put, you know, burn the stupid thing. So, yeah, <laughs> um, as you can see, you know, my wife and I, we are at, you know, we're at a stage where we, we do joke about things. So it's, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, that I can remember going to pick that up with my son. I had a nice um, Hyundai i40 at the time. And I remember it became slave one. For 30 minutes while I drove back from Bournemouth. <laughs> you know, that was quite cool. That is Actually, amazing. I might very quickly show you a photo of that if I can just quickly bring it up. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and quickly bring it up. Bournemouth. Where is it? Maybe they need the air show. We need me loading slave one. Can you see that? Oh, okay? look at that. Yeah, I can see that perfectly. I, I had to get my son to take a photo just to say, you know, it's like when, yeah. when Han gets loaded in by Boba Fett. Exactly. So, yeah, That's so a good shot. For half an hour, I was Boba Fett and uh, oh, nice. I loaded it into Slave One and that was cool. That, that was a great memory. That was yeah. a good memory. That is yeah. awesome. And Are it's awesome gonna... as well. I was going to say, it's awesome to have a great wife to allow me to have this sort of stuff as well. I mean, yeah. not many women would let their husbands have this sort of collection and she has done and she has been a great wife yeah that yeah that's true i mean to get the spousal approval for this stuff they put up with a lot don't they oh yeah i mean my wife's nursed me for like the last year and a half you know so yeah yeah she stepped up as a wife through that but she also to allow me to have all, and again like i said for her to, to say that you know she remembers how I, I looked and felt collecting these figures, you know. Yeah. Um, and if that means something to her, then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm blessed with that as well. So now nah, she's yeah. been great. I can't fault her. Can't fault her yeah. at all. That is incredible. Um, Jay, thank you so much for sharing your collection, uh, sharing your story. Um, I am going to make the effort to get back down there um, and see you soon. Um, yeah, please do, mate. Please do. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, mate. Um, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute honor and a privilege. No, honors all over here, mate. Thank you so much. <laughs>